All right. Thank you for tuning in to the JoJo Show podcast. And today we have a very special guest, my one and only mother, Dorita Holt. And I just want to speak to her about some issues and topics that are coming up and arising, um, especially in this day and time in 2023. Um, let me see. I guess just basically, what do you think about the new uh, Gen Z, or is that what they call them? The Gen Z? Like now, sir, nieces and nephews. I'm so happy to be here. That was a, a beautiful introduction. Oh, thank you. And he's my favorite son, by the way, and my only son. <laughs> and um, in response to that, I've not heard of GC. Uh, but uh, are you talking about young people as a whole? Yeah, basically, like my nieces and nephews' ages. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm praying a lot. Oh, okay. And I do pray a lot for the young people yeah. because I see the community. They're not covered. The babies are not covered like the way we were in our day. Mm -hmm. Because there was so much respect for other adults. Really, you thought mama was everywhere. Daddy was everywhere. Because you knew if you act a certain way that didn't represent your family, you were going to be held accountable. (laughs) So kids wanted to please and do the right thing. But I noticed with this generation, Mm -hmm. and and really no offense to them babies because they just babies. They did not ask to come here. Right. But they are not being raised. Um, now, I know, son, you're going to get a lot of calls after this conversation. <laughs> yeah. But get ready. I know you can handle it. Yeah. But I'm telling you, the mothers and the fathers are not raising the children. And that's why they vulnerable and gullible quicker to things that at our age, at this age, I'm going to say from 1 to 12, we weren't even thinking about it. Kids have already been exposed to stuff. I didn't even know well, that about yeah, it. Twelve true. years yeah. old. You're right about that. Yeah. Now so you nice. even know the way I raise you yeah. all because I raised all three of my children. Yeah. Old fashioned. Yeah. <laughs> and you want to know where I got it from? Outside of the Word of God, my yeah. father, because yeah. he was old fashioned, and mm-hmm. I was blessed to have a stern, strong father. And sometimes I even felt he didn't love me. No, that ain't what. That's the trick of the enemy. Right. But he gave me a lot of order and direction and instruction, which is what children don't want today. Well, I just looked up the Gen Z age range, and it's between 9 and 24 years old. So that includes okay. Nyla. That includes, yeah, that yeah. includes uh, Colton. And, My two oldest grandchildren, yeah. which are 9 and, and 12. And Raina's 9, yeah. Well, 9, 10, and 10, 12. 12. You're right. Yeah. The three oldest. Yeah. Would be considered wow. in so that right generation. Now, Nyland, Colton, that's amazing. So, it is amazing. And that, they said Gen Z is the newest generation born between 1997 and 2012. Wow. wow. And it's just amazing to think about that. And me being like, um, I'm like half your age. So, like, to think, um, like, what do you think is the difference between the millennials and what they call y'all the baby boomers? baby boom yeah well, what do i think the difference is mm-hmm. again i'm gonna go back oh. to the word of god <laughs> okay see son i can't speak to people without the word of god yes sir. because the way i was raised and what i'm seeing now mm-hmm. god is being left out of a lot of things that he should not be because it's mm-hmm. not popular people oh, uh, fell by the wayside yeah and it's okay to fall and he said all would fall short of it but you got to come back now, because we're getting close to Christ coming to get the saints, mm-hmm. you got to get back on that quickly. Oh, wow. So I think, and because when COVID came, you know people 
they were shutting down the churches. Mm-hmm. But we was fortunate, hallelujah, glory to God, that there were churches that didn't feel the COVID. We did follow some basic rules, and I think you should, as far as health and, and, and keeping yourself from spreading things to one another. I don't have nothing against the mask at all. I think it's a good way when people's human bodies are fighting against things. It protects other people so that that thing don't spread. But don't let it stop you from visiting the Lord's house. If he can protect me in my house, guess what? He can protect me in his house. So I'm I'm even um, what they call it... um, I'm going to say reckoning the people. Am I using the right term? Okay, I'll just use uh, English. I'm asking the people, mm-hmm. go back to the churches. Yeah. Fall on your knees. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying you can't pray at home, but that ain't what Christ told us to do. It's almost like being disobedient. He mm-hmm. said, forsake not yourselves from the assembly of God's house. Hebrews 3.15. Mm-hmm. Let me make sure because I don't want to give somebody the wrong scripture but my main point is everything that's going on you can't get around it Mm -hmm. because he said if my people and it's frightening to me and then that includes me when I fell off the wagon too if my people who are called by my name which is his name will humble themselves he already said it and pray he'll heal the land the land ain't gonna get healed until we do it God's way. Wow. And so, um, what do you think about, like, the new AI? They're talking about the AI, artificial oh, intelligence. Oh, I think it's horrible. <laughs> do you think it'll, it's going to be helpful for us? Or do you think, what do you think? Is it going to be harmful or what? So, I'm not against improving things. Yeah. As long as you're not trying to go outside of Christ, like, cloning people. Mm-hmm. See, you're going too far now. You're messing in God's business. Yeah. And when you mess with God's business and try to go above him, mm-hmm. there's going to come some consequences. And I don't think we're going to like the consequences. Yeah, and the Bible and, even mentions like the newer technology, like with the market destroy, of peace yes. and stuff like that. We're going to destroy our yeah. unfortunately, yeah. if we don't slow down and make sure we're hearing mm-hmm. from God guilty. Because sometimes we do it in ourselves, and some things are good things. Yeah. But have I actually, I'm talking about me now, have I actually heard from God? Right. Well, hey, this is a great idea. Let me run it across so-and-so. But have you checked with God first? So it should go this way. Mm-hmm. You get it, you share it, it goes this way. But most of the time it goes this way. This way, then up. Right. And yeah. by the time yeah. we people, as people that made a mess, then now we got to go back and, and get it, cry out to God and say, Lord, forgive me. And he will. I'm not saying that he won't. But why do that? Yeah. And you chance in hurting other people because people are watching. And, a, and of course, that generation you talk about, even my generation, generation, we need each other. Yeah. I know we're trying to live in this and world. What would you say we would need from like your generation, the baby boomers? What do you think we could you need the wisdom from your generation to our the newer generations? You need the wisdom the of wisdom. God. Oh, okay. Because when you're studying that Bible and you share, he said, love your neighbor as yourself. If somebody's presenting themselves outside of the word of God or without Christ, mm-hmm. what are they giving you, son? And I know you know. Um, there's like their flesh. Yeah. It's not coming from the word. Yeah. So what advice? Wouldn't you rather have somebody to have wisdom? 
that's in that word, then somebody just say, oh, Lorenzo, I think, and it scares me. Even when I say I, I have to catch my, oh, no, there's no I. There's we, and I need to consult the Holy Spirit before I make my next move. That's how I started my business. Oh wow! Yeah, uh, that's how we started the business. You see, yeah. that's what I say. Cause yeah. the human flesh and the mind always want to take over God, but all that credit, whatever I've done up to this point, belongs to God, and I'm so mm-hmm. grateful that mm-hmm. I know Him and have a relationship where He can correct me, lead, and guide me when I get off the beacon path. <laughs> but I noticed the 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 children behind us because some of us fell by the wayside, mm-hmm. and we left God out of it. And that's the whole problem. Yes. We did it our way, like Burger King said, have it your way. <laughs> and that's what's that messed up that generational blessings that could be an outside of blessings. Now we bring in curses because we want to do it our way and not God's way. Yes. I'm still looking up that scripture. I'm going to get excited now. You know, <laughs> your mama can preach a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And so the millennials, they're considered, they were born between 1981 and 1994, and I'm included in that. I was born in 1992, y'all. So it's just, it was an interesting time. It's like there were the um, the television shows that we watched, I know, were different from the television shows that Gen Z's watch. Because, yeah. like, all their stuff is, like, either on a phone or a tablet. Mm-hmm. They can skip the intros. There's no, like, intros, like, you know, the Brady Bunch. You Everyone knows the intro to, you know, the Brady Bunch. The little song. Yeah. So, like, what shows that that you <coughs> had in your childhood that that bring back good memories to you, like, from your childhood? Well, yeah. I watched a lot of family. So, family was so important mm-hmm. growing up. And my dad, he portrayed how important his family was to him because of the love he showed us. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was the breadwinner in my family. Mm-hmm. I watched him take care of my mother. I watched him oh. take care of me, my brothers. I watched him not only watch him, but saw him live the life in front of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and things that he didn't have right, he wouldn't even show it to me. I didn't find out that I was wrong that he did certain things. Right. And yeah. I'm glad he did because, see, when you're following somebody, you think you can do it too. Well, you may not be able to handle it. That's, that may, that's not for you. But sometimes kids will tend to imitate. Yeah. So I thank God he knew, had enough wisdom to say, look, my daughter don't need to see me. You don't need to show your children. But I noticed the GZ generation, they believe that we should... Open up everything to them. The things that we've done wrong at a certain age, maybe. But I don't think it's necessary for you to know all the wrongdoings of your parents. That's true. Because we need to try to get you you around that. Yeah, you're going to have your own things you got to deal with. And we pray, those of us that are praying, that it won't, you'll make it out. Because some people don't make it out. They don't have the wisdom nor the word of God helping them in their lives. Yeah, and, and I'm 31. I just turned 31 in August the 13th. Yeah, so, what advice would you give to me from your your parents and from your childhood and your raising? Now that me me being now 31, um, moving forward, like as far as lifestyle choices and I don't know, just living life and making the right decisions. What kind of advice would you give to like 31 year olds out there? My son and I, I have to tell the people that I have truly been b- b- blessed with a a great son. <laughs> and um, I'm not saying that to blast you and, and to brag, but 
Yeah. I prayed for you. I prayed for my children before I even had you. And your dad prayed. And it's amazing because he's praying and I'm praying for a son, a daughter, you know, and, and to raise our children in the Lord. When by the time we met, we were fully committed to Christ. Oh. And I said, I wouldn't want my children raised. Even before I met your dad, I was already getting prepped to obey God. Yeah. See, that makes a difference. You said fully committed to Christ. Committed, yeah. not just going to even church. Going we to were my... born. That's, exactly. Yeah, that's amazing. And so... My advice to you is be fully committed to Christ. Mm -hmm. So when you start making decisions, you will hear the voice of the Lord. When you hear the voice of the Lord, move. Don't hesitate. And you will hear people say, Oh, Lorenzo, that's over. Oh, Lorenzo, don't do that. Oh, Lorenzo, you know, like when Lynn, they'll tell us, Y'all old fashioned. (laughs) Y'all this, y'all that. But nothing is new under the sun, it's just a different direction. Wow. Satan's going in. That word's still going to stand. Mm-hmm. No weapon formed against any faith will ever prosper. Wow. But if you don't have that word in your mouth, mm-hmm. you're just going from the top of your head and what somebody else said. Wow. Well, they said, he said, but what did Christ say? Wow. That would be my best advice to you. Oh, wow. Hear from the Lord. Wow. I can't give you that, no better that advice than awesome. that. That's so much, God. I felt that when even Ooh, when you were saying that, Glory yeah, to God. I think a lot of people in my age range need to hear that, and I appreciate you um, empowering us and putting that into our hearts and minds. More than welcome. And um, also, like, what would you say for my age group as well? Like, uh, what do we need to do different in like the workforce? Because I know it's changed a lot. It's been thirty years. So, what what do you think is different, and what do you think we can implement differently? And and um. I don't know, financially, what can we do differently, too, as well, and handling our finances, maybe? Well, I definitely believe we need more entrepreneurs. Okay, okay. And I won't even go as far as race. Sometimes race does plays a part because of the resources. Right, yeah, I am African-American, y'all. African-American, but here's what I want to say to our African-American people. Okay. God don't have his hand closed, but sometimes we do. Yeah. That's and true. that can stop our blessings and mm-hmm. us getting to where he wants us. When I thought about, and it's so funny, I laugh now. All my, even as a child, I wanted to own my own business. So I would pretend like I had my own business. No, Didn't have awesome. a clue wow. of what I was doing. Right. I mean, I said this as a little child. Now I got my little grandbaby. She's pretending. She mm-hmm. says she want to be on our, she want to make money. I say you are entrepreneur. Yeah. Entrepreneurs want to make money. Right. When you was yeah. five, I said, you're my little boy, but you're a little man in there. Yeah. One day you're going to be a, a big man. You need money. Mm-hmm. See, people forget to tell you, our boys, they need money in their pocket yeah, before they that. start. So when you were five, six, and seven, I started putting money Oh, in your pocket. And you know the first thing I said to you? Mm-hmm. Through the Holy Spirit. Pay your tithes. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's going to open up some avenues. Yeah. I don't care what they want. She want. When God. When you take care of his business. Mm-hmm. Open your heart up to do what he say. He'll give you. Wealth. Oh, health. He said I give you power. Yeah. To go get the way. And then you said. I said Lord. What are, you, what are you saying? Because, you know, you sit down, you think God going to do everything. The Lord going to bless me. Yeah, he is going to bless you. Yeah. But through you, you got to do something. Yeah. 
That's true. So, pray a lot. Mm-hmm. Seek God and all the talents. Oh, hallelujah. Now, listen, son. You know we talk a lot. <laughs> right. I'm speaking yeah. to myself, too. Yeah. When God yeah. put talents in you, he putting them there for a reason. As you've seen your mama go through, I lost a job of 18 years. I was broken and my spirit broke down and I cried for about a week. And the Lord said, okay, I've let you cry, daughter. That's enough. Mm -hmm. He said, stop crying and arise. Get up. That's awesome. And you know the name of the contract. Of course, you know the story. Yeah, I do. Okay. So I'm saying if I had to heed to the word, I'd be still in that bed right now on my back. Man, oh, the Lord, help me. He done told me through a TV show called The Morning, Good Morning America. Yep. <laughs> Good Morning America has a lot of information for people. And it also keeps you informed about what's going on in the world because I believe you should pray and watch. People are, I don't want to look at the news. I mean, that's up to you, but... Pray and watch. If you're not looking at the news, you ain't going to know who's going to tell you what's going on in the world. So the news is powerful. But if you can't handle it, no. Through the word of God, yes. Because if you, he said, pray and watch. I need to know what's going on around me. Right. So when he gives you the gifts, you got to connect the gifts to Christ. Mm -hmm. You can become an entrepreneur. You see your little niece. That baby likes to color, draw. She got three ways she can go. Artist. She's a singer. And she's an actor like her uncle. (laughs) These are things that can open up doors for you to have your own entrepreneur. So again, when you was five, you said you wanted to be an actor. I said, Junior, that is powerful. (laughs) But he didn't. Audience, one thing I want you to know, he said. Because we raised him in ammunition of, he always had put Christ first in his life, even as a young child. And I'm so grateful to that. That means we have done, or I have done my job in introducing you to Christ. But this young man told me, he said, Mom, I want to be a Christian actor. He didn't just say an actor. (laughs) (laughs) So the enemy fought so hard, though, he wanted to put you out and... And exploit he's a, and he's very handsome young lady and he's single. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my god. I had to put that out there. Because yeah. the reason I'm saying that is because he's preparing himself mm-hmm. one day to meet a queen because he's gonna be and he already is a king, but he's stacking I watch him getting things in place. Yeah. Getting things in order. Yeah. But he never leaves Christ out. And I'm not just saying this because he's my son. You could talk to the world, yeah. and I've heard them say some great things about my son. And it, it brings my eyes to tears, not of sadness, mm-hmm. but tears of joy because I told the Lord I want to make sure if he don't know nobody else, yeah. that he know Christ. Wow. And that's all three of my children. And then whatever they decide to do with it, mm-hmm. it would harden my hurt my heart if they didn't <laughs> yeah. follow him. But they human. I'm not saying they right. <laughs> not perfect. Yeah. But I will say the Lord has blessed me mm-hmm. truly with a son that I'm so proud of. Yeah. And I've seen him go up and I've seen him go down and he's coming right back up. But this time <laughs> yeah. to stay there yeah, that's true. because God's getting him ready and he's never stopped. And, and, and just a beautiful personality because he lets the love of God flow mm-hmm. through him. And so you have something to share 
with your generation. All right. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Absolutely. And going Absolutely. back to what you said when you said getting things in order, and especially financially, um, yeah. Now there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, but um, yeah, going back to when you said get things in order, especially financially, um, what kind of tips and pointers would you give to my generation and to me? Like, um, like when we had discussed when I was going through financially and going through the slumps and just there were periods where I was just like nothing. I was like, oh my God. And I'm trying to live by myself and have my own apartment and stuff. What would you think would be the good next steps for, like, getting a house and getting a vehicle and getting a job and, you know, being different in the workforce and creating a stamp in the workforce for your community and for your family even and for a career? So the first thing, you got to quit spending money. Okay. This generation <laughs> like to spend. Okay. And it, but I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Sometimes yeah. it's okay. But yeah. I think we spend too much. We spend before it's time to spend. Oh, wow. You know, we want to do stuff before we have some savings going. Mm-hmm. I think you need to save first before you start spending your money and set a goal. You said it, save. A lot of people don't talk about save. I know it's in my generation. I don't, no, because I don't they want to really live big, yeah. have all these Nike... Two, three hundred dollars shoes for what? I've and never, you ain't bought no like, You don't hear people say that word often at all. Right. That's why they ain't got nothing. Wow. <laughs> I'm telling you, you got to learn. This generation wants to live big before it's time. Wow. And the Bible said, don't despise your small beginnings. Mm-hmm. I notice your generation don't want to start small. They wow. want to start big. Wow. But they ain't got nothing yet. And so once you so, get that saving, what do you do with it? Uh-huh. So when you get that, that's why you you're, you should have a goal set. When uh-huh. I reach this certain goal, am I ready to start? But in the meantime, see, this is what people mess up. I've been guilty of them. I said, when the God say, I say, wait, I say on the Lord. You don't mean just sit in the chair and don't do nothing. You, that should be prepping time. They uh, have classes to get you prepared. People that are anointed, that have like real estate places, get in there and find out what it takes for you. Get some, okay, thank you, Holy Spirit. Whoa, the Holy (laughs) Spirit is so smart. Knowledge. Get you some knowledge of what it takes to buy a house. So is there like a process or or is there steps? Like, is there like a pre saving period or is there there a saving period? You can't save too much, son. Oh, wow. So there is a pre, then the saving period, and then the post saving period. So how? So when you start saving, because you got to set the goal in four or five years, I'm looking to buy me a house. So what do I need to do to prep the money that I saved that will help me buy that house? So in the meantime, (laughs) you got to take classes. Me and your daddy, we took classes before we we saw the houses. I saw that one of the houses. You spoke one of our homes into existing, you and your sister. Yeah, yeah. We was not yeah, ready was at the pic- time. There was a picture. I that lost was that picture. Oh, yeah. you dropped. I'm wow. telling you, the house audience was the exact picture. <laughs> wow. I knew God was preparing us, mm-hmm. but I was so scared Coming of that from the Bible obligation. Where it says, write the vision, make it right. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. That getting came to. into Write the vision, yeah. wow. but make it plain. It That's ain't got to be difficult. Right. Satan yeah. wants you to think it's difficult. He don't want you to have it, but God yeah. does. So did you see that pre-saving period, that saving period, and then that 
post-saving period or phases when you know got your house or whatever. I save a lot. I'm I'm not a big spender, and that's it's Did funny. Did you see those we, different stages and phases? We was getting prepared when we were saving. We were still talking to people to see what it really would take for mm-hmm. us to buy the house. Oh, wow. So the savings had to match what we were preparing for. Oh, wow. We did down payment. Uh, what do they call that? Um, this thing we just went through with the house the Lord just gave us and blessed us with. Oh, wow. That was a preparing stage for that. He told me we went from three hundred dollars to almost twenty something thousand dollars because the Lord told me to save so to prepare that for that you house. $300. To, I went from a savings account to $20,000. I'm kind of putting my business out there. What? But it's not the reason I say that because that's part of my testimony. That's what I'm saying. What, what all did that entail? What kind of process was that? Like, was that easy or was, did that go smooth? No, that wasn't easy. Did it, did it happen organically or was it structured? Some of it was supernatural. I'm wow. just going to be honest with you. <laughs> because I went from making um, 4000 to like four months straight, I was getting twelve to thirteen thousand dollars a month in my just dropped in my account. Yeah, so and I know that was God. That? Uh, probably I was getting about eight total because it would be four on each check. So, so you went from eight, eight to, to 12. twelve for wow. about almost five months wow. this time. It's wow. almost like the Lord said. Because so I asked like him, when is it time for us to move? Stages too. Even your finances went in steps and stages, right? Well, God told wow. me what to do because I told him I want to own my own. See, when she said supernatural changes, that's when you know you need God and Christ in you your life. You can't do it without Christ. A lot of what you just explained. Because if yeah. I was out spending that money yeah. instead of saving it like he told right. me, yeah. it wouldn't have never got None to that, that happened. Because yeah. people say, you can't buy a house without a down payment. And the devil was kind of trying to get in my head. Yeah, well, they right. Now, where are we going to get that kind of money from? The Lord told me, don't worry about it. When he said that, I was done. Wow. But he kept giving me instruction. I want you to do this. Don't be going out here doing mm-hmm. this. And all he said, I need you to save because I'm getting ready to open up a door. So what would you say out of the 60 years that you've been, or 61 years that you've lived on earth, what's been the hardest financial time you've had? And how did you get out of it? And what did you do to stay out of it? When I lost my job. That we weren't even expecting to lose at uh actually I was ha- uh with child with you. Oh uh nineteen ninety two. I lost my dad. Yeah, I lost my dad. And then um they let your dad go. You and your dad and I worked together for years. Yeah, yeah. So said, yeah. he um I lost that job for the Lord to give me another job. Stayed there eleven years. Moved to a job of 18 years, which that job led me to the job I was on 18 years, which was Cigna. Mm-hmm. I stayed at Cigna 18 years. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. how, how, did so, how did those paths connect and how did you cross those paths? The people that, well, here we go, supernatural, because God oh, used a young wow. lady that I really, that young that lady never spoke to me, and I worked with her a long time. Actually, Beverly, if you're hearing this, no. Offense. I I thought she didn't like me. I actually thought she was prejudiced oh, because wow. when I would speak, she would speak, but it was so harsh. There was no feeling out of hand. I'm like, good morning, you know. But mm-hmm. I always said good morning, not knowing God was gonna use her one day to bless me, mm-hmm. and He did. Wow. Um, 
I can't say too much because she asked that I would keep some of that private. Mm-hmm. And so I don't want to break the trust of that. But um, um, my my point I'm trying to get to, when your job before it's completely over, you should be praying to move if you need to work. Ask God to give you a, another opening. Yeah. And what do what what do I need to do? And so, to be honest, I went in there to her and said, "Did they have any openings with else in the company?" Because the job I was on, they was eliminating it. Mm. And so I said, "Did you have any other work for me?" And she said, "Yeah, I'll try to find something for you." And so one day she called me in the office. The reason I know it's supernatural because she just called me in the office. Wow. And she said, I want to talk to you. And I thought I was in trouble, to be honest. Right. You know, I right. thought, I said, oh, Lord, this lady's going to tear me up. And I need this job, but I didn't tell her I needed the job. Because right. I was going to start looking for me another job. Exactly. Right. To help Dad out, because I knew we was getting ready to be with child. And right. uh, I said, I got to gotta help him out. And I, I just said, Lord, <clears throat> the Lord said, and my walk was strong then. Oh, Lord, mm-hmm. me and the Lord, like. Brothers, we just walked together all the time. Right. I would hear things, and he just would give me. My spirit was so opening and 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 uh, sensitive to the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So I went in there, and she says uh, they're eliminating. I heard they eliminate, but somebody recommended you mm-hmm. for the while well, your aunt Carla is the claims department. And I said, she said, would you be interested? I said, sure. Right now, I would be interested and uh, I have to leave that other part. Anyway, it was a blessing. <laughs> wow. She said she would let me do the job. Wow. And they set me up. So were, me up. would you say you were homeless during that time or would you just say Never was homeless during wow. that time wow. because they hadn't took dad's job yet. Oh my so, God. so that um, was just a job phase. Yeah. But then okay. they yeah. took his job the week after that. Wow. So for and uh we was um, buying that place. We was actually buying that place we was in. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had been having it take out of my check. So we was ahead a little bit mm-hmm. with that at that time because the mortgage was coming out of my check every time I got paid. So wow. the checks never stopped. That is awesome. So we didn't get behind. We so wasn't on. It seems like to me it's an inception thing. Like in life you get there's a job phase, then there's the financial phase, and then there's like that physical part of being homeless kind of phase too so like well the homeless for us because we have been homeless twice oh wow. in our marriage and um and see i didn't even know this y'all i i no, we no never clue. Would, <laughs> and parents <laughs> don't never allow your children to be burdened with her but because wow. a child should never know things like this anyway to me you keep yeah. that away from a child. even the obvious things that you because that's yeah. grown-up yeah. business right yeah. and so because of my relationship with christ i didn't crumble but don't think for one moment i wasn't concerned you know but I caught myself. I said, I got kids and they need to see Christ work through our life. I know. And the Holy Spirit yeah. said, be strong and be of good courage. Mm-hmm. Now, ask me, was that easy? Because that's, wasn't. no, <laughs> sir. No, sir. Wow. You know. And uh, it could cause divorce. Sometimes you can even leave. Wow. You know, but yeah. the enemy tried to put it. I said, but no, we got to, we worked through this. We made it. We got to work through this. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And we did it. We worked through it, but wow. it was not easy by no means. So would would you say there was an easier part than and other harder parts of those? No, it was building my faith because building one faith. one thing God didn't let me do is suffer during that period because he knew I needed the job and That's he knew that I was with child. Wow. So that whatever was me, we, <laughs> wow. yeah, That's yeah, awesome. it was you. And I, had, and, uh, I didn't. Wow, that's amazing. And uh, God set me up so good because I was just blessed. I didn't have to worry about anything, and I would wow. just feel it all when I talk about it. Because again, awesome. I know this was God yeah. because of the faithfulness I had toward Him. And don't let me, I forgot to mention one thing. I started tithing when I was 24. Oh, oh, wow. Let's see, she was five. Let me see, she was 24. She was five, 24. Wow, that's good. But not consistently. Oh, okay. So the consistent came after he spanked me (laughs) when I would get fearing me not to pay the tithe. When I know, I'll never forget him, Deacon Bennett. Mm-hmm. The Lord had him to come to come to me and say, you know, I need to talk. He would see me put money in, but it wasn't consistent. Right. And he said, you could be so much more blessed if you stop robbing from God. And I, I was trying to get out. I'm like, why did he say that to me? <laughs> and the Lord said, hear him out. Right, because he were robbing. Because that man was so powerful. Sunday morning, he would put his tithes on. He said, I'm not going to ask you to do something that I don't do myself. Now, this man was in his 70s and 80s. He was a contractor. He would go around paying. He didn't even know if he was going to have a job the next day. Now, that's faith right there. Yeah, that's all. I said, if he can do that, I need to start doing it. So I started stepping out on faith. And I have to say, been pretty faithful uh, for for years now. Mm -hmm. And so I believe because of that, Mm -hmm. um, I hadn't had a lot of financial burden. But it's like some of those inconsistencies would cause that dump. Mm-hmm. Because it's almost like that fear came in instead of faith at mm-hmm. some point. Hmm. So God will let you feel that because you're putting too much faith somewhere else. Right. That faith should be in God. Right. And once I got it, oh man. And you said faith, that's an important part of life that people leave out. And, they leave it out. And Christians. I think, what do you think as far as our generation and your generation, the difference when we find churches and how to find a church home and, and you know, stay grounded and rooted in the church? What do you think we need? Because I know a lot of people use the term church hurt today. I don't know. Mm-hmm. what the, I don't even know what that is, but I'm like, okay. So it's that and um, I don't know. It was something else they, they say, but I can't remember. But um, You too churchy? Yeah, that that term. Yeah, I'm like, what is churchy and church hurt? What is your definition? Because that's them and not you most of the time. Oh, okay. Churchy means you just going to church and you want other people to see you at church, but the church is not in your heart. Right, and we even went to a church that had faith in the name and the title of the church. Wow, that's awesome. Wow. And so, to to answer your question, uh, I lost my train of thought there. Um, what were you asking me? Um, just, just like, how do you stay grounded and rooted? And have that faith there. And what do you think the difference is between your generation and my generation? There's no faith. Oh, okay. There's no faith. And, and we, some of us, set that stage with no faith. Mm Because we start to stray from God. 
Wow. We stop doing it God's way. So mm-hmm. you can't have faith if you're not doing it God's way. Because he said faith is it's impossible yeah. yes, to so please God oh, without yeah. faith. Wow. And so people, hey, I've been guilty of it before too. Yeah. Stepped off that ring of trying to do it my way. Mm-hmm. Going to do it Doretha's way. Yeah. And Doretha just made a big old mess. <laughs> and there was no faith. All yeah. that fear and and God, and I, one day I just cried out to the Lord. I said, this is not the way I'm supposed to be living. I'm a child of the most high God. Why yeah. am I so fearful for number one? Yeah. And where is my faith? I'm talking the spirit to spirit. Mm-hmm. And you know what the Lord told me? And I had never read this scripture before. I was 27 doing this time. Mm-hmm. He said, um, God has not given you the spirit of fear, mm-hmm. but of love, power, and a sound mind. Perfect love casts out fear. And it started that day for me. Wow. Right then. You just mentioned perfect love casts out fear. Perfect love. That's awesome. How, how, what about relationships in life? Like, especially when you want to get married or if you want to have a boyfriend or a girlfriend in life. Um, what do you think, how do you think faith plays a role in that? And what's, what, what do you think the challenges that we face today? Y'all face this a lot of <laughs> Versus, you know. Because you got think. so many young people don't believe in God anymore. It's frightening oh, to me. Yeah. But some of the older people set that stage for, we set that stage for you all. And oh, me, I feel guilty and bad about it. Oh, wow. So we had to turn that thing back around and let the children know we didn't make it without God. Wow. Every single day of your life that is good comes from God. Wow. All of that bad stuff is the enemy trying to keep you from God. Mm. And so this generation, so wow. I'm telling you, the wow. knowledge of God, Junior, I can't even take credit for that what's coming awesome. out of my mouth right now because I know this is God. Wow, that is even you and I, this was ordained oh, yeah. by God. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah, yeah because I can't even speak yeah. without him telling me to speak. Yeah. I'm very leery of speaking. Yeah, you know too. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I so yeah. I say to this generation, I'm going to keep on saying it. Mm-hmm. Build you a true, committed relationship with Christ. Mm-hmm. All the rest of that stuff, it will just fall. Into it will fall in line. Wow! That's because awesome. if you got perfect love for Him, and He's got all the answers, not you, mm-hmm. but He do, what do you think is going to happen? Well, and He that. said it's impossible to please Him. Mm-hmm. So if you ain't studying and read, had I not been studying with the men that the Lord. Oh my God! I had some powerful men in my life. And would you with that Bible? People, those people like mentors, or were they like family or friends? Or? They was my Bible teachers, and oh, yeah. I love reading the Bible. Yeah, that's awesome. So that was my nature. I loved studying the Bible wow. because I wanted to do right. Mm-hmm. My heart was already open. I said, no, "I can't go outside of what Christ," because I know if I go outside of Him, it's gonna be rough. Right. I need the Lord. Yeah. You know, and I found him at an early age. Mm-hmm. And he said, find me in your youth. Mm-hmm. See, because it'll stick. You can remember things. They'll bring them back to your memory. Wow. You know, but if you ain't got no word in you, ooh, it frightens me. Wow. And walking around here with no word, mm-hmm. then you ain't going to have no faith. Wow. Because faith comes through that word by hearing the word of God. It mm-hmm. builds up your faith. And faith is right now. I just learned that. 
And I'm an old lady not too long ago. <laughs> oh. Faith is right now. When I used to first talk about faith, well, it's coming, it's coming. No, faith can be right yeah. now. Right. And who would you say would be that major influence of faith here? Like, In my life? Yeah, as a person. Either my dad? Or, oh, okay, dad or yeah, Your granddad. Uh, oh, wow. Uh, I saw that man work. Now, keep in mind, when I when I came, my daddy was every time at eight. Mm-hmm. And I look back, sometimes I don't even know how he took care of me. Cause, right, yeah, but that man was, took care yeah, of me. In his return, wow. And then he, the atmosphere that he set helped me to soar mm-hmm. in life. I mean, he throw out all kind of nuggets. And sometimes I didn't even understand why he was saying what he was saying to me. Wow. Now I look back, if he hadn't said that to me, I wouldn't even be the person. I so it sounded like he had a strong faith. So he, had he had strong faith, faith and a lot of wisdom. And I used yeah. to see him praying. That's to awesome. see your father pray. Fathers, let your children mm-hmm. see you praying. Because mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you, it'll change their whole life. Wow. Because That's you're sending awesome. them straight to Christ. Because mm-hmm. they're going to ask you, who you praying to? Because I would ask about that. Mm-hmm. He said, to the father. He said, I'm going to tell you one thing, Doritha. When you go to him, don't play with God. Yep. If you're not ready, leave it alone. Right. I'll yeah. never forget that. And oh. so because he was so loving and so caring toward me, mm-hmm. it pushed me right to the Father. But Satan bought me every step of the way. Mm-hmm. But because they were praying for me, mm-hmm. I had aunts praying for me, my father praying. I jumped through a lot of hoops that I probably wouldn't have if they weren't praying for me. So oh. I prayed that my children have faith. And that they believe in Christ. Mm-hmm. If they believe in him and have faith, ain't nothing you can't accomplish. Wow. Nothing. Wow. Well, that's awesome. That's a blessing. We're going to wrap this up. Okay. And I this thank has you. been wonderful. Oh, my God. Thank you for taking the time out to do this because I know your schedule's busy sometimes. My schedule becomes busy, busy sometimes. People. Yeah. But I thank you for doing this. And uh, oh, if you have any words of encouragement or if you want to pray or anything like that, you can go ahead and do that. Yes. Um, I'd like to pray in the words of encouragement, first to the youth in your group, your age group, Mm -hmm. seek God. Don't stop seeking God. He said, knock, and you'll find it. Mm -hmm. Don't stop knocking. And my prayer is that as you build that relationship, don't always have to be asking, but you have to ask if you want something. But listen. Mm Mm-hmm. Open up them spiritual ears and don't hinder the spirit. And you may look different to people, and it's okay. But hear from God. Make sure you study the word of God so you can hear from him and know when he's speaking. Father God, you have blessed me with a son that loves you. And I thank you for giving him this opportunity to give me that we would share and speak on this moment that has been ordained from you way before we were born. Amen. And we thank you, Lord. I thank you for this podcast he's building up with all this goodness and that you're going to use him to your glory. And I thank you for giving me an opportunity, Lord, to speak to the young people yes, and to Lord. share with my son. And not only to them, but I'm speaking to my own spirit and those that are in our age group that we will continue to be examples yes. As we walk upright before him, that we will draw all men unto you, not to ourselves. And Lord, I think that's where the issue is. More Bible study, spend a little time with Christ, and get out of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And most of all, I thank you for your son, Jesus, who hung 
bled and died for us, that we might have the right to the tree of life. We love you. Lord, cover your people. Cover my son. Continue to give him the wisdom, the knowledge to move forward. And I know that you are and you will. And in Jesus' name, I pray and I thank you. And we'll be careful to give you all the glory and the honor out of our lives. Amen.